Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Jeans Picks. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan. Davey, Davey, how are you? I just want to make... I'm good. I'm good to answer that question, but I just want to make make an unofficial list of nicknames that I've accrued over the years. Um, Not not now. Oh, I thought you meant right now. No, the list is too long, I think, at this point. So Jeans Picks is a good one. And yeah. I and I added that because I try to make one of the nicknames at the beginning like topical to the episode. I'm sure if yes. some people get it. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the diehards would get it, Ryan. The diehards would get it, and that is a reference to the Seinfeld episode. Well, that is, but also yeah. for Better Call Saul because mm-hmm. he's also go AKA Gene. Gene, yes. So that's why we went with Gene's picks. But uh, I think it was Goo from the Mac and Goo program. He was also saying that you were a Gene's pick. On some movie, he said he watched based on your recommendation, and it was not good. What movie? I don't know, but he did say that. Oh no! T- time out because well, these are the, no, 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 no. Full time out or twenty? This is the twenty second because these are the motherfuckers who always tell us that like not to watch oh, a movie because it has swear. subtitles and you have to read. Mm. Is that do they both say that? One of them. Yes. That. No. Yes, and the, and not only that. I, my favorite Mac quote, not to bring him into this fight, but the, Jesus, I, this I will never to do with him. I will never forget him saying, no, I don't like bones in my meat because yeah, I'm not a child. No, the other way around. I think he is Which is exactly, if you eat chicken tenders and chicken nuggets, you are yeah. absolutely a child. Where do you come down on fish sticks? I do not eat fish sticks. No, I'm probably against fish sticks. <laughs> Ryan, you know what happened to me this weekend? Shoot. Cut my own hair. I see it. I know that's going around a lot. Yep. Um, 
because of the because of the, the teen that people mm-hmm. are the, short for quarantine right short for, i got you yep people yep. are under uh, house arrest it seems like and so my hair was getting so long it was getting so silly yeah oh uh, we stream these by the way on youtube if you want to check out my my sweet cut and um so what happened was i needed a haircut like before the lockdown R- yeah so i was already long so that was even mm-hmm. longer it was like going over my ears like that's not which as soon as my hair long. touches my ears i'm out i'm Isn't done that a bad feeling i hate it I can't. I don't know how. Like the sweet rock star hair and like the wrestler hair. How do those guys do it? You know, because it's know. not. Because think about it. If it's super long, like maybe that's kind of fun for whatever your work is. A lot to do with it, you know. But it takes a while to get there. It takes that's a while to get there, and you have that like funky like in between stage where it's like not quite long enough. No, that's gross. Know? And I have I have three cowlicks on one side of my head, so oh, like boy. this side of my head like grows out. And the other one grows down, like it normal hair grows down. This yeah. side of my hair grows like out. That's pretty so, like, cool. It, it, no, I look on. I look like Mo and Larry from the Three Stooges, like together, morphed together, like uh, just like split in half. So I Which ordered an image. I ordered a bu- the buzzers, right? Ordered sure, yeah. A pair, a little, little pair of clippers, and my wife's like, "I'll do it. Like, I'll give me a shot at it. I'll do it." I'm like, "All right, awesome." So she's out. Th- she's really kind of like hesitant, you know. Yeah kind of like real not sure what to do she's like oh this is only taking off a little and i'm like sitting there sitting there i'm like you know what just give it i go just i'm not mad but can you just just give it to me for a second mm-hmm. i go and she was like oh my god that's i go yeah forget it i go we don't this doesn't need to be like a sweet do so basically i just took it around the sides and back she kind of yep. made sure it was even in the back and then I, I kind of left it on top. You got yeah, you got like a little bit of a, like a mohawk thing going on. I look like a jackass, but I think I might. No, I, I'm loving it. I, love I think it. I might keep it. I look a little bit like um, uh, Professor Doom from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. He a was little fir- bit. He was the yeah. first guy I feel like to really pull off the shaved sides, regular top. It's not as it's not as um, high and tight as his. No, that's true. But it's a it's a nice it's a nice shape you got going on there. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking keep it because what do you I? You know what the saying is, Richard? It'll grow back. <laughs> no, the difference between... until it doesn't. <laughs> That's a good point. I'm, I am worried about that. <laughs> yeah. I am, I'm going a little happen further back as we go. Yeah, happened to me. I'm you going the they... other way. I'm going back to front. Ryan, do you know is that is that how you yeah. wipe? I yeah. Uh... yeah. <laughs> you know what they say? The difference between a good haircut and a bad haircut is about three months. What? I was like two weeks. Yeah, it's literally like two weeks. Like, who cares? Like, yeah. And you know what? Like, who's seeing you? Other than like the the people we have on you, who's seeing you? Like, just uh, my wife and my my sweet sweet daughter, who I Mm -hmm. thought was gonna be a little scared because she was getting used to like long haired dad. Yeah, right. But she was like, she didn't care. She was happy with it. Yeah, I shaved. I shaved my beard once for November, and I just wanted to scare the scared. Hated it. Yeah, everyone in my house hated it. Mm -hmm. So I can't. So that's why people I, I take it down like in stages, but yeah, it's just it's not just not to shock the system. No, as it, it were. was bad. It was just there were tears. Ryan, speaking of tears, I noticed that you are doing a fun challenge on your Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram at Dork Podcast. You can also follow Davey at rvond six zero three. That seems to be fun around the house. People must like you. Can you explain to the listener what you're doing? So I bought. I had to go and get some stuff from the hardware store. And um, I need to get a propane for my grill. The, I, now I understand we're doing social distancing and stuff, but these like I needed to get uh, gloves, like yeah. rubber gloves. I needed to get like all stuff you needed for like quarantine. <laughs> I needed a right? slip and slide. I needed a sled. Right. And I so needed... I, there were several things that I needed. Um, one of them was like a box fan, and like 
obviously in this time of this time, like there's this great like local hardware store, like right down the street for me. So I'm like, I'm going there and like, there's a long line. Uh, cause people obviously are, you know, there's stuff that everyone needs. Uh, people are getting propane refilled for their, their grills. Cause it's starting to be nice out. I was one of those people. Sure. So as I'm standing in line, I see this miniature as far as air horns go, like this miniature air horn. And it was like seven bucks. Uh, that's a have to have. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to have some fun with this. So what yeah. I'm doing now for the foreseeable future is every day <laughs> I, just carry, I just carry around this air horn in my back pocket and just wait for my wife and kids to turn a corner and just yeah. eh, hit them with like a little like a goose. Just goose. And I you might not know it to look at me, mm. but I am very, very light footed. I'm told. So yes, I sneak like a up cat burglar. Yeah, I sneak up on everyone in the house. Yeah. unintentionally so like right. they never know where i am i like that so i can get around the house and just give them a little like wait no i'm not gonna do it my kids are sleeping but yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah i understand what, like, yeah. you know just like and i i videotape so it on like instagram a, you could be like a sidler like in uh seinfeld like oh you have you ever seen that, that guy thing that where people just... go, where people ghost people where they like walk as close as they can behind them and see how many steps they can walk before the you person do that i do it a lot and yeah. i i actually get pretty far I feel and like then, that could end poorly. And when people catch me, I tell them the thing that you used to do, which is like I would be walking, and then all of a sudden you would just do like a three sixty, like around me. Yeah. Like we'd be <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? What do you mean? Like, just it's almost like um, a, yeah, like crazy Ivan. Craig, yeah. Yeah. So I, I am a great sidler. And so uh just to shake it up on my Instagram story, I'm just like giving a little tootskis. Just having a good time. I'm sure yeah. they're loving it. And too. I stole it from I stole the idea from uh the show uh Afterlife with Ricky Gervais. There's okay. like him doing it to his wife. So I was gonna say I feel like that's a bad Margera to his mom type of thing, too. Yeah, but it's like it's harmless. Ish. You know, it's not no, it like, is. Uh, he was there was some malignancy there with him. He was like, he was much more mean spirited to his dad. I feel like yes. his mom, it would be more like the air horn prank, but yeah, I would just, I've just, you know, that time when he just wanted to get April to say the F word. Yes. He just wanted him to, with the alligator. They put an alligator in her. Like, kitchen. I'm just getting, I'm just. Is that real? Yeah. Is that I'm real? Just, I just want my wife to call me like a fucking asshole, like on my she Instagram will. story. Yeah. It's, she, gonna it's coming. Yeah. It's going to happen. Either that or I, you just don't see me anymore. You're gone. You know? I'm just gone. That'd be the first place I'd look. I get, she feeds me to the tigers. She could, like Carol Baskin. Killed her. Cousin, smashed him. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Ronnie, you ready for the news? Sure. This week in yeah. All right, this week in Hashtag Dork is brought to you once again by the Griffin. What's the Griffin, you ask? The Griffin? The Griffin. <laughs> Ryan, let me tell you this. It's a novel. Um, and let me give you the quick synopsis for it. Make you interested. Sure. When Avery Cole, a young man who thought having a show... Let me have it again. When Avery Cole, a young man who thought having to choose a brand of toothpaste was too much responsibility, decided to relieve himself in the back alleyway of a bar, he never expected to become the unwitting vessel for the sword Excalibur. Or that this one ancient would re let me have it again. Or yep. that this one ancient would reignite an eons long cold war between the conquering Empress Corporation and the secret protectors of the Earth, the Tribunal. Though he would prefer to just run the other way, Avery will be forced to accept his role in this new world from a motley crew of companions composed of a dwarfish bartender, 
who may be Earth's first hero, a monster hunter exiled for the crime of compassion, a steampunk cowboy murdered by the corporation, and a samurai betrayed on the eve of his greatest victory. Not to mention the possibility, a mortal and definitely insane man named Solomon, who may just be a certain ancient king and his life companion, Eustathios, a pig only he can understand, but everyone loves. They will teach Avery what it means to be a hero, whether he likes it or not. Brian the Theos. Who is it now? I'm just trying. I'm just trying to pr- do the different pronunciation, the Greek pronunciations of that name. Yeah, give me the Greek if you could. It's like Eustathius. Is that a, a is that Greek for? Pig? I'm trying to put the no. Okay. Um, it's not. But well, you can get the Griffin on Amazon. You can also check out the Facebook page. Just go to facebook.com/slash the one true Griffin, and you can also follow the author on Twitter at a Stephen Price. So check out the Griffin. Ryan, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like every goddamn movie, has had to make some changes, and they've moved start times, etc. And we have the slate here for the MCU, and it's not pretty. That's just a it's long time pretty. away. No, it's a the long time great. away. Yeah. So Black Widow's this November, mm-hmm. Eternals next February, Shang-Chi next May, May of 2021, Spider-Man 3 November of 2021. Then in 2022, if any of us are still around, Thor 4 in February, Doctor <sighs> Strange 2 in March, Black Panther 2 in May, Captain Marvel 2 in July. You know what, though? Like, this is kind of a blessing in disguise. I don't know if you see this is this is the thing for me, right? You think, you think giving it like a little bit of time? Give like a, little a little bit of room breathe? to breathe a little bit. Okay. The other half of me says, like, no, keep going. Like, while it's still hot, keep going. Because people might lose interest if you keep pushing them back. Obviously, they have no choice. But, like, it might be November till we can actually go to a goddamn movie theater again. And what better way to kick that off than Black Widow? True. You know, That might be the first movie we see at the theater again. Probably. Yeah, there's a good chance. I'll tell you what. It's the first one. I'm If I'm going to the theater, that's going to be the first one. I'm waiting that long. Yeah, probably. Doesn't seem like the best place to go. No. 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 Would so you like go what? bowling right now? Uh, I would go bowling. Yeah, because yeah. they're allowed. You're allowed to bowl in Atlanta right now. Well, you could. There's space. You know, it'd be like I you're go using go- the I, same fucking ball in the same shoes. No, I I have my own ball in my own shoes. <clears throat> I do not. That's a joke. I don't. But I, my my point is, I believed it, it. I would go golfing right now. Yeah, I think golfing is like the safest thing to do. Yeah, I, I don't want to shit on bowling. I like bowling. I don't want to shit on bowling. Either. I'm not shitting yeah. on bowling. If you have a bowling alley, like. I just feel like it's not not the best time. I feel like in in days gone by, if you yeah. were to go bowling and there was one person in there was sick, you're gonna everybody's gonna be sick when you leave. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody's touching everything. Like you go play arcade games in there. You're all slicked up. You're eating pizza. You're sharing yeah. brew dogs. I don't know. <laughs> you're sharing out of a pitcher. Like everyone's you're, getting sick. Uh, for fuck. You eating that like scummy like uh, it's not pizza good. that they that they yeah. have there no. with the weird weird dough. Yeah. How about uh, we got a name to the sequel of Venom and a release date? Sure do. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, June 25th, 2021. I guess we're doing it, right? We're doing it. Carnage movie. We're doing my, it. My fear on this one is, it. you know, the first thing it reminded me was the second Fantastic Four movie. Like the sequel, the one yeah. with like uh, Jessica Alba. 
was called Rise of the Silver Surfer. And there was no more Silver Surfer after after it. It's the first and last time we saw one of the great characters in comics. Yeah. Well, it might not be the last time. No, but until mm-hmm. that point it was. Yeah. We haven't seen him since. But anyway, And there's a strong argument, by the way. You'd be excited. I was reading this too. Not to add to the news, not to step on your funk. Get in there. That there's rising rumors that Doctor Doom is going to be the big bad in Black Panther 2. Yeah, I like that. I'm mm-hmm. all in on that. I know you, yeah. you pitched a good idea about Namor. Yeah, he's a good guy, but like I think Doom has to play now to further that idea. I think Doom has to play a hand in that. Okay, where he's playing, he's playing both sides, and it's like revealed that it's him. Puppet Master, when's Puppet Master going to be in there? They were setting up (laughs) Puppet Master in the Chickless Fantastic Four universe because remember he was going out with Alicia Masters, yes, who was the daughter of Puppet Master. Yes, I remember. No payoff there though. No payoff there. That universe kind of fell on its ass. Ryan uh, Thor, played by Chris Hemsworth, he has Mm -hmm. a new movie on netflix right now came out this past weekend called extraction did you see it yet i did i watched it what do you think uh it was okay um there was a lot of like so the guy who directed it so the russo brothers actually wrote the screenplay and it's based on a graphic novel that they wrote yeah and they Um, they both produced it i think one of them wrote it or something and so the guy who directed it i think it was like his, his first time directing a feature film and he's been like the stunt coordinator for like every marvel movie Oh, okay. So it's kind of like they're drawing comparisons to John Wick because that the guy who directed John Wick was a stunt coordinator, and that was like his big first project. There is so some the, John Wick to it. Like some of the violent scenes have a little jump. It's not as good as John Wick, obviously. It, to me, this is like if you were a stunt person watching this, you would be like, "That's fucking cool!" Like the yeah. way they because it's like yeah. a, definitely like a stunt person's movie. Because I liked it. I thought it was like uh, a poor man's man on fire meets John Wick. That's exact. That, yeah. I'm the man. I'm, I'm, upset. I'm upset with you right now. Yeah. Because that's I'm exactly smart. what I thought. Yeah. That, it's like it's man on fire and John Wick. Like those are the two movies it is. And it's, like a, to be. it's a JV version, but there's no shame in not making the varsity when you get those guys up there. No. And not only that, but like there's kick ass action in it. There's some really cool fights. Yeah, so there. I liked it. I thought yeah. it was like, and and for a free movie too, like or a, oh, yeah. a Netflix movie, like you can't really, you can't really beat it. Like, yeah, yeah. the last one I saw that I saw that Six Underground with Ryan Reynolds, yeah. which was just like chaos. But this one's better. Yeah, the, this one that you can tell, like some of the effects are like they didn't have the budget to like really do them. CGI you know? missed a few times. There's like the whatever. with and just point you to the smoke, like the black. Every time yeah, you see like yeah. black smoke, yeah. you're like, mm, come on, you know. Yeah, it was um, a little. That was a little whatever. But, but if you like just straight dope action, like there's not yeah. that much of a story to it. It's like no. a guy has to get a kid out of a bad situation. A lot of guns. A lot of guns. A lot of guns. And a good cameo. And a real good cameo. A real good cameo won't spoil and, it for you. And I would say, for me, predictable. Like the way that arc went. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But very, like, very predictable. When that guy, when that person showed up, yeah, you're like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. he had like a cool like ten minutes, and then you know, you know what's gonna happen, you know. Yeah, you do, but yeah. anyway, so check out Extraction. Uh, also, Netflix news, Dead to Me Season 2. There's a trailer just came out, and uh, the season comes out in May. Did you watch the first season with uh, Christina Applegate and Linda Carnalini? I was going to, and then my beautiful wife was like, she got really upset with it. Oh. Because hmm. she's like, I know... Like what's gonna happen? Like based on the first like four episodes, she's like, I knew what was gonna happen, and then yeah. what she thought was, and then when she thought was gonna happen, did happen. She was mad, and now she's mad. Oh, so she's like, I'll, I'll, 
I'll watch the first episode of the second season and give it a shot. Yeah, like I didn't like love it, but it was like uh, one of the few shows my wife and I could watch together. So right. we're like, and that's hey, why I'm, in, I'm interested. Like, yeah. And then so yeah. like, rather than all right, I'm going to go downstairs. <laughs> it's like all right, yeah. let's watch this together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Disney Plus is going to be releasing like a documentary centering around the Mandalorian. Yeah. And it's going to be like a weekly series, and it's starting on May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Sure. That day also, in addition to being Star Wars Day, is going to be the last episode of The Clone Wars. Sure is. And they're releasing The Rise of Skywalker on Disney+. Plus. So next Monday, you get all that. And that's not even the biggest Star Wars news of that week. The biggest Star Wars news of that week, Ryan, is the fact that our episode next week will be the final season of The Clone Wars. It's just rounding like it out. How do you rounding like, it out? How do you like it? All Star Wars, all the time. All right, Ryan. That's all the news I got. Do you want to get to your news? Yeah, let's get to my news. It's time for Davy's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, what do you got? I got okay. So this this is a bit of sad news. Um, and just to the the dickheads of the internet. Um. Naughty Dog released a statement today that not only was their game going to be released in June of this year, they believe it's June 19th, uh, The Last of Us 2 is going to be released. Um, But some disgruntled person at Naughty Dog or someone leaked some gameplay footage that also had a major spoiler to the story. Did you avoid it? I avoided it. Okay, so did I. I want nothing to do with it. Um, and it just it sucks because like this is a game that like a lot of people have been waiting for and a lot of people have been like investing a lot of time and money and effort into um and it was just a victim of you know kind of the world right now and uh yeah, do to we have know it what the backstory spoiled. is on that like what the guy like is there so there's uncle employee or is there so more there's to a it? lot of there's a lot of um shit going on with like neil Druckmann and Do- naughty dog right now just rumors that i've heard like okay on my travels are like you know uh, employees were supposed to be getting these bonuses and they didn't get them gotcha. and that these people are working without getting paid and that, you know, the basically like the guy who's like the run the head of the studio is like taking all the credit for the game when he's like, didn't put any work into it. Gotcha. He's hiring movie people to come in and finish like a video game project. There's like all bunch of shit going on. Got it. All right. Um, and naughty dog. That's not really good. And it just sucks because like, I really think naughty dog is one of like the more respected game houses in the in the industry and like yeah. to have this come out it just kind of sucks but don't you. follow and don't if you've spoiled that you're a dickhead you're not yeah. listening right now correct um the other news uh what do you call it uh fortnite had a big uh travis scott virtual concert that attracted 12 million viewers so all these people who are like oh fortnite's not dead I'm like no just when you do a concert that with an artist that people like like they're gonna they're gonna log 12 in. million wow 12 million's a lot like yeah. that's a lot of people um, mm-hmm. watching that at any given time. Um, so good for Fortnite, good for Travis Scott. I mean, they can kind of do like these gimmicky things. I mean, it's not really going to save the games that are moving on um, and people are kind of moving on a little bit, I think. But um, this is like their little thing that they do from time to time. They did it with Marshmallow. They did it with um, uh, shit. Who else did a virtual? Was there an shit, athlete too that, that jumped on there or something? Oh, no, I was, I, no I'm sorry. I was thinking of uh, Juju Smith-Schuster played with. Oh, he uh, played with you. Yeah with ninja and it got like a ton of views great segue rich i missed this last week but i'm gonna come out and say this might be a hot take for you guys out there but i don't like ninja at all Hmm. i don't i think he's a fucking phony and i think he's a fucking baby and i i to to wit um i missed this last week (laughs) okay um 
there was this little he stirred up a little bit of a hullabaloo where he was on his stream by the way he's on mixer right now uh he went exclusive yeah. with mixer instead of right. twitch and he's pulling like four four between four and seven thousand viewers that's which it is like that's it like that like as highest it's like set i saw him in the is last that real month. he's only that's getting real. like seven thousand viewers seven thousand people and like the thing is is like if you go over twitch right now like i guarantee you like if i pull up twitch right now uh disrespect right now has 30 32,000 people watching him and we're on most is pulling seven 32,000 and and we're on and we're on he's competing against us and we're on like competing times and he's still and not only that but like people are at home so now's the time like like, now's the time you should be cleaning up right now's the time you should be cleaning up and you're not right so he goes on this thing and he's like he starts talking about how you know anytime he plays with somebody the first thing plays with uh irrelevance or whatever he called them uh, he's like, they bring up like how I'm trash at Fortnite, how Mixer sucks and whatever. And he starts going on this thing about how like he could buy the bank that owns your home and foreclose oh, your home. He do- He's that guy? He's that guy. That like, guy he's the, always been that guy. Mm, I don't like that guy. I he, hate the I hate the I could buy you guy. We hate that know, guy. You know how I feel about that kid too. Yep. We went to school with a lot of those we kids. We don't like those kids. <laughs> no, we don't and care. Not only that, kids. but like. You're in the middle of like the greatest recession since the Great Depression. Yeah, now you're going to start fucking particularly poor time. Yeah, and you're going to start, and that's the thing. Like, if you're going to do like this wholesome, like good guy attitude, like don't you can't just I'm just kidding out of this. Like, no, 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 no. right? Like you're a dick, and like I hate that. And every time he loses at a game, he like complains that people stream snipe him and complains that like the tournament was rigged. Like he's just such a fucking baby. That I can't, I can't stand him. So like that, I've never said that on the stream. I don't think. I mean, on this podcast, no, but I want it out like, there that like I think Ninja fucking sucks. Davy hates Ninja. I like I it. And it's like, tough. say what you want about him. Like, oh, he's like a pioneer. Like, you're still a dick. Like, I don't care. Huh, he's a dick. Uh, sad news. Uh, WWE oh. 2021 has been shelved. 2K is not coming out with a 21. However, they are releasing a WWE Battlegrounds instead. Now, this is a arcade kind of over the top. Think NFL Blitz as opposed oh, yeah, to like yeah, yeah. Madden. Okay. Yep. This I'll play because I feel like the why we talk a lot about how we played like WrestleMania 2000 and like all that stuff. Right. The most fun part about that game is that it was easy. Hmm. It was super easy to play. Yeah, when it gets super complicated, when it's, it's like, like a you sim, you have to like yeah, you know, like like grappling is super yeah. weird now. Like if you just hit a button and hit another button to like throw somebody, like that's that's what I want. Like if yeah, you want me to get me ahead. back in wrestling, this is the way. It's got to be arcade. It's got to be over yeah. the top. It's got to. So that's what's coming out with that. All right. And I have some wonderful news for you, Richard. Thank God. Let's let's get some nice news. I need some nice news from nine four to nine seven. All right. Pax West is still planning on having their event. Pax West, huh? Pax West. Hmm. What do you say to the Pax people, Richard? Good. <laughs> have your event. Go ahead and Everyone have Everyone who goes there is going to get the 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 COVID. The, you might. Good. The way things are going right the now. The way things are going. You, you know, and they're still going ahead with Pax. These goddamn people have Pax. Like, do, do you know? What do you, what do you We're know? We're done. We're done. We're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. We're, done. We're not doing You know why? Anymore. We're done with that. Because we said so. That's right. Because the bad boy said so. Because the bad boy is a Comic-Con. Yep, and it's going to be a disaster. Game convention, and it's cons. your fault because you just yeah. want to make a quick buck. You suck, suck an egg. You suck. <laughs> well, that's very good, Ryan. Oh, also, uh, Lamar Jackson's going to be on the cover of Madden. 
Yes, that's, that. that's right. Lamar Jackson is going to be in the cover, Matt. I didn't want to mention that. I didn't want to jinx him. Yeah. Uh, is the Madden curse real? Not anymore. Patrick Mahomes was just on it. Tom Brady was on it when he won. And there's like another guy. It's, so it's the, the last two guys have won the Super Bowl. I believe so. I think it. Yep. I, yeah. So it's it's gone. It was a real thing for a while. It, it was hit a, a very bunch real of guys thing. for a while. But it got Vic. It got Gronkowski. It got. It got uh, Ray Lewis, Dante Culpepper, Eddie George, Peyton Hillis. Who was uh, the fuck? Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander. Yeah, it, it ravaged a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. But then Beckham, or did it get Beckham, or did it not get Beckham? I forget. But no, the th- team sucked that year. Like they stunk. Oh, okay. So anyway, Ryan, let me ask you something else. Are you ready for the topic du jour? Yo, fuck packs. Well, I'm glad you asked. It's. Better Call Saul season five. Oh, good. We haven't done any of the other seasons, but that's all right. That's all right. We're going to do season five right here. Uh, It's an AMC show. It is uh, 10 episodes per season. I believe the first four seasons are all on Netflix. So Mm -hmm. if you want to jump aboard that train, you can. Uh, This one on AMC on demand, I'm sure you could go through and watch. Uh, We'll hit on stuff from the other seasons, but this is going to be focused primarily on season five but let me start out by asking you again spoiler free as we do with all of our tv and movie reviews uh ryan did you like it eh. i'm kidding i fucking love this show it was the awesome, awesome. It, was good. Yeah. It, was so, it was so goddamn good <laughs> it's good this show's good uh, this might have been maybe there's some recency bias but this is at the very least as good of a season as it has had oh yeah yeah absolutely if I remember correctly, season one was so was so good. Season two kind of was like, oh yeah, th- to me this is not Breaking Bad. You know, it was like that's how I felt. I'm like, yeah, I like the characters, but no, this is not Breaking Bad. And then it got better, better, and better. So two mm-hmm. season two, I believe, is the worst one, but everything else is just very, very good. Yes. Um. Also, well, we'll get to the Breaking Bad characters because now you're starting mm-hmm. to get closer and closer to. It's just inching. season one of Breaking Bad. We're like mm-hmm. knocking on the door. Where was, and we've done, and you can check the archives. We've done every episode or every season of Breaking Bad. And we even did El Camino for standalone episodes. Where was Saul Goodman for you? Like on your list of favorite Breaking Bad characters? Uh, he was in top five. Had to be, right? Yeah, I liked him a lot. Like I was obviously a big Jesse Pinkman guy, but Saul was just super likable. And it always seemed like, when Saul was involved, like something was going on or like you could see him scheming something up, but it was like, he always had an answer for something. Yeah. And just the way he kind of carried himself and like the connections that he had and the people that he knew and then bringing in like Bill Burr and, mm-hmm. and Yule is a Yule, 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 bring, yeah. Yule, like bringing those guys in was, just, was just great. So I, I always liked them and it was really in a way like a, like the perfect character to do like a spinoff show of. You know, because like there was just enough. There was just enough, but there was also like because he was clearly like a a a supporting character. So like you liked him, you knew a little bit about him, but there was an opportunity which they've sort of done for now five going on six seasons, a chance to like tell so much more of his story. And one of the things that it always reminded me of, and this is going to be like the. I know this is called hashtag dork, but this is going to be the dorkiest thing I've ever said on this on this podcast. That's why we're here, Ryan. Um, as we know what my profession is, I don't have to say it out loud, right? You're a classicist? I am. And one of the 
best characters in any like Greek or Roman comedy is or tragedy is this this tricky slave who's like this kind of this character who serves these masters that he's actually he outsmarts all the time. And like how like the, the whole plot, he kind of drives the whole plot and keeps it going while like the, the people above him like are supposed to be the ones the, the smart, more powerful people are supposed to be the ones figuring the, figuring this out. But he's the one who's behind the scenes, like kind of like figuring it out for them. Yes. And that yeah. that is Saul Goodman. Like that is the and it's regularly like the best character in any play is this kind of like tricky slave character who like is being paid by these people to do a job, but he actually gets himself and them out of trouble all the time. And that's like the best character to, to be. Yeah. It's kind of like this. And that's Saul Goodman. And like in a nutshell is that tricky slave. Yeah. That's actually really well. I didn't even, I never thought of that. That's, that's interesting. He, and he is. And I don't know. They, they, I, I would say in the early episodes when you're trying to show his backstory, mm-hmm. I thought they leaned a little too much on his brother at times. And yeah. I love Michael McKeon, like great actor, funny guy, can also do serious. He was re- he was so good. Like the best stuff of that was really, really good. But it just felt like it was it went on too long for me. It did. I mean, that was the thing with him with the with the cell phones and the tinfoil and all that shit. I mean, that went on a little too long. Yeah. Um but this idea of like that's what Jimmy like could have been or like should have been. I keep calling him Jimmy, but we're, we're obviously yeah, we're talking about Saul. Jimmy, um, Saul, Gene, but yeah, it, Jimmy. Yeah, it, it goes to show you like where he's kind of coming from. Yes, you know, and, and like, he didn't want to be like that, right? Like all know? of his motivations, right? You know, and then like he finally is full go Saul Goodman because for the first several seasons he's he's Jimmy McGill, yeah, and then he's like full on board Saul Goodman. We always talked about in Breaking Bad how like nothing is ever done by accident and like mm-hmm. every single second is important for some storyline which will get paid off there's no like mm-hmm. like that's the sopranos thing where like where what happened to that storyline like i don't worry about it i uh, like, just kind of fizzled yeah we're, we're over here now yeah how close do you think this show is to breaking bad in that regard it what i love is that this show i don't know how it does it but it stands on its own in that universe like they, it's obviously in the universe, but it's just like it stands on its own as its own thing. Like I don't the storylines that are that are paid off and like the little like slight nods are just like everything we wanted from the show as break huge Breaking Bad fans, but we didn't want it to be so obvious. Yeah, and I feel like they do such a good job. But like when stuff like that does happen, when characters do show up, you're like, oh shit. Yeah, or when they do say someone's name, like. Like you, for instance, like you haven't seen a lot of like Tuco, right? But they mention him a yeah, lot, right? You know, but there's other characters who show up in this season too. Who well, like every think every every, every episode, you're like the Leonardo DiCaprio meme when he's on like, the couch with like yeah. with the cigarette and the, and the can, like <laughs> pointing at the screen. He's like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, like I, I, I know that. And then they're talking about this, and it's breaking bad. And sometimes it's just like out and out, like in your face, like right. Here's this character now, like as a part of it. Other times it's sort of a nod or or they're alluding to something, but but you could still watch Better Call Saul without having seen Breaking Bad. You definitely could. That's a good, that's a, I'm you glad could. you brought that up. You could, yeah. but you wouldn't enjoy it as much as oh no, like, like love it. If you love Breaking Bad, you're going to enjoy this more because some of that stuff. Yeah, you're right though. It is, it is a standalone show in a way. Mm-hmm. The I also we we've talked about this before with movies like prequels are always such a good idea at least to me they are and then it's so hard to actually execute it because 
when there's a character, for example, that you know 100% will not die, you put them in like jeopardy. How do you possibly make that tense? Like how do you, like you you know they're going to survive yeah. or like they set up another character and you're like, "Well, this is going to get paid off like down the road like in another show." Mm-hmm. So and like you know how some of these characters have to end and then vice versa there are certain characters that aren't in breaking bad so you're like all right well how's that gonna how's that gonna play out but yet this show has still found a way to be tense like we're gonna talk about an episode in this season that's just like is and like you know both characters that were in jeopardy you knew were gonna survive like you knew it and And yet it's it's still it was still awesome and they say but it's like little things that the what the characters said during that episode where you're just like Oh, like it just kind of hurt. You're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, is this the best spinoff show ever? It's got to be right. I'm trying to think like, I, I mean, know, you... like back in the day, there's like some of those comedies and stuff like. I think it is. I mean, Empty Nest was technically a spinoff of <laughs> Golden Girls because <laughs> they're in the same complex, right? They would or whatever. Yeah. The fucking St. Bernard dog would come running through. Like, yeah. The random episodes. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I think this definitely is Melrose Place was a spinoff of 90210, right? Yeah, because who is it was like it was one like person. A, it was like a very obscure person that was like barely yeah. in Beverly Hills 90210, right. but then ended up being in Melrose Place. And what was her name? Oh, shit. I forget that. I can see your face. Courtney Thorne Smith? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I All could right. just like see her face, you know, but I think this is this is as good as there is. I mean, yeah, there isn't really like anything that I could think of that like I would want to watch now i mean even if you had like try to develop a spinoff now what does your wife think of uh the buffy spinoff angel she likes angel because again okay. it's its own thing like yeah. it's it's um you know buffy would come in and out like it and it's in that world but that right the, the character is very much his own yeah um well what's crazy too is this is gonna be more seasons than breaking bad breaking bad was only five seasons although they had like a bunch of episodes like their their episodes were different um because they had like 13 episode seasons and their last episode was even longer but um this is going to be going into season six and it's gonna be the final season coming up but it it has to be because there's and again like Oh, we're right in it. Dave, we're in it. And like everything, ha- this is a whole season of payoff now. See, I would argue it doesn't have to be the final season because, no. because of the way they've been able to utilize some of these like time jumps. Which we can get depend- into it, too. Yeah, and it depends on what happens after the event. Like, do you want to do a post-Breaking Bad show? No, but I have an idea. So okay. We'll get, we'll get uh, to that. What is your... Let's just do do the hashtag dork score for the series and then for the season. Five and a half for this season. Five for the show. Yeah, I, I don't think I can argue with that. I think I'll go the same. Two was kind of, like you said, two was kind of like two brought it down. I would give two, two or four. Was, yeah. Yeah. Two two brought it down to me. There's just certain things that you're like, all right, not that not that it wasn't important. And I'll even say this. There was a couple things in this season that dragged is a little bit uh, extreme to say, but it was mm-hmm. like stuff that I knew they were developed there. It was for a certain character and they were like mm-hmm. developing a character. But I'm like, all right, like I know I know where this is going. And, and that happened a lot with with Jimmy in the in season two. And I would say one here's so I'll go through the whole series. So one to me. And this was this was the right way to do it. it was a little goofy, mm-hmm. like it was more funny than it was anything else. 
Because the character is so ridiculous. Well, yeah, and it was slipping Jimmy, and it was like just all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then you get his backstory in like Chicago when he was like running those like cheap scams with the the guy with like the watches and shit. And then two kind of dragged, and you're like, nah, like what are we gonna do? And then three, four, five are like, oh shit. Well, they and also the, were like, here's some Breaking Bad characters for you too. And that's which, what, which, and you which, have, like, honest, that helped. Yeah, and and to have Mike and Jimmy Goss slash, and... To, but to have watch. Saul get deeper and deeper into it. Yeah. You're, and he has that you have the realization at the same time he does where it's like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Like this is for real. Like this is serious. Yeah. You know, and it culminates with this season, which shit gets real real. Uh shit got really, really real yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, all right, Ryan, let's get the spoilers then. Yes. All right, let's do uh all right. We got spoilers here for season five of uh Breaking Bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> It might as well be Breaking Bad of Better it's Call not. Saul. Yeah. And so there's 10 episodes and I was just going to rip through a couple of like main things that happened or like one main thing per episode, like just to, to rip through it mm-hmm. on the first episode. I And this is sort of the idea of the time jump is when they when they give you Gene and mm-hmm. Gene's freaking out because, again, Gene is the character of Saul Goodman post Breaking Bad. Right. Who used the vacuum guy and got a new identity and is now working at Cinnabon in a mall. Mm-hmm. And but now somebody knows who he is, recognized him. him, and so he's like freaking out. And he basically calls the vacuum guy. By the way, uh, pick of the pod. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously they filmed that before that guy passed away. But he calls him, and then he changes his mind. But like they they do enough of the Gene character, like it's not much, but they do enough in each season to sort of leave you thinking, like, all right, what's next with him? And so I can only tell you don't want a full. Se- We're not going to get one, but you don't want a full season of Gene. No, because I think I'm curious. Or what about a Gene movie like El Camino? That's what I want. Okay, I just I stole it right from you. All I right. want a Gene movie, I, and because call like it or not, yeah, call it Gene's picks. But I like um, we call it like Gene from Nebraska. Yeah, you know Gene from Omaha or something. Yeah, like wherever. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Cinnabon Gene. Or like, what do you call? Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, we like it or not. Like, it was nice to get that little bit of closure with Jesse Pinkman. Like, what happened to him after? Because uh, so much of the Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad is Walter White's story, right? Mm. El Camino. It was okay. It you know, yeah, I, didn't I watched love it, it again, but I, uh, yeah, I thought it was good, not great. Yeah. Um, the whole stuff with Todd in the middle, it kind of threw me a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I think it was because, um, what's his name? I just, my problem with it was like, he didn't look like Todd anymore. You know, no, he didn't No, he didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he did not look like him. Uh, Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons. Yeah. The, uh, the thing with El Camino to me too, was like, there were so much flashbacks and it's the mm-hmm. same idea as where you're like, all right, if it's a flashback, you're not really pushing the story forward. You're adding a few more details, but like, we know he makes it out of that part. Right, and like, like I didn't, those things. and I didn't really need El Camino, but it was nice. Um, I feel like Saul needs that more. Like Saul, you need, could. We need to figure out what happens with him. Well, unless they do like a chunk of that in season six, where it's like, if it's ten episodes, like five is like what happens with the Salamancas, if and they, five like, is what if happens. They go with into Breaking Bad. They even overlap with Walter White and Jesse Pinkman for like one episode. For one episode. Then, That's all I need is one episode of those guys. Yeah. And then you get into Gene for like a episode or two. Yep. So, but anyway, so that was interesting. Episode two, you get Nacho. Nacho's a big character in this, and he's working with Gus now, like trying to prove himself yes. to Gus. 
and he's also working with Lalo, who is taking over now. Mm-hmm. He's up from Mexico, taking over for the Salamancas. But again, just sort of showing you like the double cross and what's going on. Anything with Gus Fring is good. Like, oh, always. absolutely. But these episodes too, like they sort of they were good, but it's really towards the end where it really gets going. Yes. Episode three, Jimmy's working. Uh, he gets in touch with Lalo. Lalo helps him get Domingo out, and this is where you get Hank and Gomi. So yes. it's the first time those guys have appeared on Better Call Saul, and it was awesome because I think the f- you hear Hank's voice and then like see his gut or like it's one of like yeah. you know what and I mean. It's like he like, and Gomi have that good relationship too, where they're always just shit. And you had like that DiCaprio moment where you're like point, like you hear the voice. Yeah, <laughs> that was good stuff. Uh, yeah. Episode four. All right, here's a question for you. Why does Howard want Jimmy to work at HHM? You think? Uh, I have no idea. I think it's because, like, like guilt, guilt over his brother. Maybe I think it could be, but a little bit of that is like just. Uh, it's kind of weird. Like, it's like, kind of weird. He must recognize, like, Jimmy's obviously a good lawyer. Like, he, you might not agree with his tactics, but he's obviously yeah. very good. And maybe he, like he like some of the dealings that he's had and stuff, but. I couldn't really figure that out while I was watching it. I'm like, I don't know why Howard is even reaching out to him and like really wants him to work there. Because like, equally, did he really think that he would say yes to that? I don't like know. if you I knew mean, Jimmy at all. Of course he's gonna say no. But I think like in the back of his mind is like, all right, if I could be his boss, like if I maybe I could like get him under control or something like mm-hmm. that. But like, I mean, I think that's the one of the 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 great aspects of this character is that like he kind of plays by his own rules a little bit, you know? Yeah. And so that, so that character um, represents kind of like control and like legitimacy. Whereas Saul is like, you know, I'm going to do this on my own and I'm going to do it my own way. And I'm still going to make the same amount of money as you do, you know, with, with like, right. like just tricking people, you know, and instead of doing it by the book, I can do it my own way. Yeah. And like it cut corners and like be easier, you know, and kind of be free of that stuff. And, right. Well, I think what was weirder too is like not only that request, but like then the their subsequent response, which was super weird, like the super bowling weird. balls like, and like the hookers. Like, what are you doing? And there was like a whole scene of him like trying out like what was he gonna throw on the car? And, uh, and the whole time, like, what are you doing? Like, like what is he doing? A sewing machine and like a type. I thought it was like, yeah, like I assumed it was for like a client or something. I'm like, I don't know what this is. I thought and, it was like, gonna be some like Indiana Jones switch, like with a bag, like he's getting the weight down, like there has to be the right weight or something. But there's like gotta that. be some like smart explanation for why he took Howard's because he also there's that he, there's that line that he says to Howard where he like kind of blames him for his brother's death. Yeah, like he kind of jabs him with it, but like, so you send hookers to his table. I mean, I guess you just want to embarrass him or whatever. But you know, it seems pretty lowbrow. Like it that, does. And that's the thing, and that's that's what. And I think it'll tie in with Kim, which we'll get to. And Kim, to yeah. me, this was like her season. Like her oh, yeah. her story arc is basically the most important thing from this whole season. Mm-hmm. Episode five was the one where Mike wakes up on that ranch after he'd been the shit kicked out of him. You get shivved like the episode before he got yeah. absolutely destroyed. That was an interesting episode. Just watching him kind of figure out where he was and what was going on there. And also you get Jimmy and Kim kind of working together for Kim's client. And this was the one story in this season that I thought dragged, but yes. there was a really, there was a really good payoff to it in yes. a couple episodes, but it was like, all right, like you keep going to this guy. He doesn't want to move. Keep going back to him. Keep going back to him. And because it was just more about Kim being like, all right, what is she 
willing to do? Like, what kind of lawyer mm-hmm. is she going to be? And is Jimmy a bad influence? Like, that's kind of the whole right. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so then episode six is the episode I remember. I think the second half of the season was so much better than the first half. The first so half, much better. The first half was really good at setup and, like, it puts you yeah. where you needed to be. And like you, the corporate stuff kind of threw me off a little. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, right. Got it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought where it went from good to great was right here. And episode six was entitled Wexler versus Goodman. And so Kim thought she was working with Saul mm-hmm. like, to help out this guy who she's supposed to just kick out for her company, but she's right. like has a soft spot for him. But then she's like trying to cut him a deal and whatever. And then they hire that guy. And originally Saul tried to go to Mike, but Mike was in that ranch. So mm-hmm. like he couldn't get to Mike. So he goes to this other guy who gets information, didn't think it was information, but turns out it was like a lot of information. And so, but then Kim's like, yeah, just drop it. But do you know who that guy was, by the way? That's that's Trevor from Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was also in The Walking Dead. He was, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. But he's also he's also in Breaking Bad. He's also in. He's one of the guys where they. uh, I think Walter shows up in the parking garage. Oh, it makes sense. So it probably is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, of course he is. Um, so hit the button. (laughs) I lost you. There we go. So this this fucking scene was so good. Like I I like when Saul just turns it on and is like a crazy good lawyer. And like, even though he's doing some of the shit that he's doing, it's on the up But it's up. like the shadiest shit ever. The shadiest shit. Like when he did, yeah. was in the courtroom earlier, they showed a whole yep. bunch of stuff where he's just like getting all these, like these uh, cases won. Mm-hmm. But so Kim has no idea he's going to do this. And he just goes on and on. Like she's thinking he's going to drop it. And he just absolutely like burns the guy that she's been working for this whole mm-hmm. time. With the commercials and, and everything. With the commercial. And it's not, it's yeah. just so outrageous, but he's just, crush it that was like the that was one of until later on in the season that to me was the best scene in the whole one of the best scenes in the show until later on and what was incredible is like his explanation for why he did that to her yeah why he basically like went behind her back and like porked her yeah was because like he said if i if you knew what i was doing you would have gotten in trouble yeah he's like you you knew your your natural reaction was perfect but she's like yeah Yeah. but you made me out to be like the sucker he's like yeah but like you had to be like you had you to be also, in order from uh, in order for us to win, you right. had to, and that just goes to show like how far he's willing to go. Yeah, in but order you can to also win. tell they've done a really yeah. good job on this show over the course of time, having Kim go from like the person that would like tell on you for going seventy miles an hour in a sixty-five, yeah. or remind the, the teacher that they forgot to give homework. Yeah, like that's how she yeah. kind of started, and now it's like I don't know. I think she's really impressed by Jimmy, but also. Cause she's so she really wants to do like the pro bono cases right. and like I think she's kind of caught in a weird spot where she doesn't really know what's the best. So maybe it's not the best methods, but if you're helping the right people, yeah, that's how she's maybe justifying it. I think. And it's like that you know that that like uh that like black hole that she yeah. keeps getting sucked towards and like the it culminates too with like them being in the hotel like after mm-hmm. Saul gets back and like what they're gonna do. Oh yeah, you know, what's her his name? idea? Yeah, how? And she's like, we should just like, you know, basically just kill him. And you're like, not, so it's like, like get him like, like disbarred or like put in prison. Yeah. And they're like, what? Like, what are you talking? And he's like, so like, it went like past where Saul would go. Yeah. And he's like genuinely creeped out by the whole thing. Yes. She she's done like a like a 180 in this. Well, or yeah. to to steal a phrase, Ryan, she is she is broke bad. She is broke bad. And, and, and Saul knows it's his fault. Yeah, and Howard, as scummy as Howard is, Howard tried to warn her. Howard, yeah. Howard tried to like warn her, and then she like laughed in his face. That was a pretty yeah. good scene too. Um, 
but so then so episode seven real quick is jimmy and kim they get married yep so just so like so he she can't testify against him right and vice versa not a very romantic yeah. ceremony <laughs> so as good as they are at act they're both i think incredible actors mm-hmm. but they're like uh physical like sexual chemistry is tr- not good no and you like, wonder you why that like, at all like the two of them like like porking like i don't no but it's uh i don't know i know not really yeah uh, this is also Nacho and Gus destroy a uh, Los Pollos Hermanos because that's what Lalo wanted, but Gus was obviously like in on it just to like, uh-huh. really prove to, to Nacho. All right, episode eight. I assume I know we talked about this before. I assume Bagman was your favorite episode. It was. This was an incredible episode. Um, it's you know to set it up. You know you have uh, Lalo's in prison and they set his bail. Jimmy gets his bail. Saul gets his bail set at $7 million. And that was such a great scene where Lalo's like, yeah, I'll do it. All right. Like, okay, we'll do He's it. Like, well, you got to go get it. And so, <laughs> um, Saul goes on this thing and there's this great scene with like him and Kim in the beginning where they're like talking about like how, you know, he's going to tell her everything, but then doesn't, you know, and, and then she's he like, do you want to be a friend of the cartel? And he's like, no, well, no, 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 I don't. I don't, but you know, you want to go grab $7 million. And and so there's this, you know, the standoff and like Mike comes to his rescue. But also the, I, I love the, the twins, the twins come, the cousins yeah. dropping it off. That's awesome. That was, and awesome. then he gets it and you're like, huh, maybe, maybe he'll just get out of there. No. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. In his no. shit box. You wonder when that shit box car was going to go away too. Yeah. I was but, waiting uh, for that. And there's this, you know, this, they're almost they're near death they're drinking their own pee and then mike says these things i forget exactly what he said but like gives his motivation for why he does the things that he does yeah and that's the tragic aspect of it as you know and that's why this show does a really good job of like you know where that's gonna end yeah you know and he, he starts talking about like everything he does is for the people who like rely on him and the people who count on him and like this yeah. is the only reason he does it. Who and he you know screamed at his granddaughter earlier in the season yeah and it's because you know hollered at her and i think you know how that ends. You know, yeah. like his safe deposit box getting raided, and then you know, was it Kaylee? Yeah, like not getting any money. You know, and all of that is for nothing. And that's and that. Then, like, tragic... And then Walter White of all people killing him. Yeah. And then what also I think kind of broke through to Saul for the first time was, I think he was like he's okay doing all kinds of stuff, but when Mike kind of let him know that he's basically was like Kim's in the game now. Yeah. Because Kim was freaking out, and Kim went and visited Lalo, which which was fucking insane. But which, an impulsive again, move that, yeah. Then again, she hadn't heard from him. Saul really dumped it down <laughs> and was trying to be like, "This is not a big deal. I'm just going to get mm-hmm. money and I'll be back." And then she has nowhere to go. He has no cell service, right? And then so she went and saw Lalo, who, by the way, Lalo's a great villain. Yeah, and Don't I think you- I was reading something like Vince Gilligan was pissed that they didn't use him in Breaking Bad. Oh, really? I thought he yeah. was so good. And he's one of those guys that he's like clearly charismatic, both whether the actor, the character, whatever. He's charismatic, but you would always feel like uneasy around him. It's so weird. Like the, when he's at his creepiest, it's when he's laughing and smiling. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know if he's legit in a good mood or like how quickly. Well, yeah, you don't know. I mean, that's the that's the thing. And the best is because like. You as as a as a viewer are watching it, and most of the scenes that Lalo's in, he's either with Nacho, who is like Nacho's 
double crossing him, but he's also mm-hmm. like waiting for him to find out and waiting for him to like kill him. Right. Like he's like scared of him. Mm-hmm. And then or like Saul, who's like freaked out by him too. And like you're just like this guy's capable of like killing me or like telling me a joke and grabbing a beer like that quick. Yeah. Like, you don't know which is which. And, and he I think kill- he's so good. He could kill somebody and then right. put his arm around me and we'll go like nothing happened. 100%. Like complete sociopath. And so that was really good too where like he was also like putting together. Well, so then you get episode nine. And so he wants Jim- – he goes to Jimmy's and he's like having him tell him the story. Which was it one of my favorite crazy. Yeah, that's good. One of my favorite scenes is when Kim stares him down. That was like – what do you think that was? Was just like at this point, she was like, What do we have to lose here? Well, the other thing too is like, and we're into spoilers, so like, you don't mm-hmm. know when she's going to go. She, he could have just, like, he, you know what I mean? Like, you, that yeah. character. Kim could like, go to that's the one. And you and I talked about it throughout the whole season, like before we did this podcast. So, like, how is that going to end? So, how is Kim going to end? Do you think she has to die? No. Because we've already seen in this show and in this franchise, you can make somebody disappear, like Jesse right. Pinkman. You can call the vacuum guy. You can do whatever. And I'm I'm trying to see like what it because the way they were sort of portraying it, it was almost like maybe she was going to be so disgusted by Saul that she was going to leave. And there was mm-hmm. a turning point in this season too where she was like, I don't know if I can do this anymore, or we get married, right? Like you're like, yeah. oh shit, she's just going to walk out. And you're like, all right, that's kind of anticlimactic. Then she's going to go, and then they're like, no, 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 we're going to bring them closer together, right? And so because now, now that they're like, married. You- and he has no excuse to lie to her now. He has no excuse to lie to her, but what's trickier is now there's one scene in Breaking Bad, and I mentioned this on the podcast, where he makes a comment to somebody about his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like in jest. I think it's like a it's like a comment, like a throwaway yeah, comment. Really like like tongue in cheek, like so I don't even know if I yeah. buy that. But the closer they get together, and if something really crazy happens, which almost has to. It's tougher to sell him never bringing her up ever in Breaking Bad, isn't it? Or like, how Unless do you... something horrible happens? Yeah, true. Because like they did it in a way where I can understand why he won't talk about his brother, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's no re- like I I get why he doesn't want to talk to anybody else about his brother. Plus, the conversations we see him having are usually with Walter, Mike, Jesse, like. Yule, like, why, I guess, why would he tell them stuff about that? Yeah, and the other thing you too know? is like, if she gets vacuum guide, yeah, like it's in his best interest to not bring her up ever, right? You know, because then people will start looking for. Her, but you know? I wonder, like, would would Gene start looking for? Her? Maybe. So, uh, so episode nine too. Also, so you get that great scene that Davey mentioned, but also Jimmy basically is not telling Kim the truth. Kim finds the mug with the bullet mm-hmm. holes in it so she can sort of deduce what's going on and then obviously when lalo shows back up there oh but then you, lalo finds his car he's like what happened to your car yeah your car broke down where is it remember he was yeah. at that whole yeah. that was super like yeah and then mike's calling he's like leave the phone on like put the phone where he can't see it yeah that, that was, was like, pretty that was pretty sick and then yeah. he had like a shot but then kim got in the way mm-hmm. and you're like is he gonna take the shot and kill uh, both. They, yeah and then <laughs> kim kim quits her firm schweigert and Cokert. Yeah, she's out. She wants to do pro bono stuff. Uh, and then episode 10. So not only do you get the scene that you mentioned before about Kim and Jimmy together and Kim kind of takes it to like that next level. 
Yeah. Where she just wants to like destroy Howard's reputation. So and like why this poor guy? Like, what did he do? What <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is like, like what, they kind what of did he really him, do? They kind you know? of paint him out as a villain a villain, but like I don't know how how no, bad of a guy he really is. Dickhead lawyer. He's just, a, he's just a dickhead lawyer. Yeah. But yeah, it's it is weird. But also it's a good callback because they the reason why they would sabotage Howard is so that the Sandpiper case would get like settled and that was a case mm-hmm. that jimmy was working on back in season one yeah that was the one with the old people right yeah and yeah. so he brought it to hhm and got like a whatever fee like a bonus for that mm-hmm. but then if they settle he's gonna get like two million bucks right and then so that way they could open up their own firms or whatever else um also you get the attempted hit on lalo which was fucking great which when was- nacho comes around the corner and he's just sitting there mm-hmm that was awesome. So good. And just having a drink. He's like, oh, I can't sleep. And I thought Lalo knew at that point, but he didn't. You, you assumed he did, right? Yeah, but he didn't. And then he goes in there, and Nacho does a good job of getting out of there. But then Lalo's too smart, too tough. They also have a badass escape tunnel. That's pretty awesome. Now that I'm is- like thinking of like if I win power, when I win Powerball, do I build like a bathtub getaway tunnel like yeah, in my house? Probably you should. have to, right? Probably should. Yeah, I would I make it big enough to stand in, though. Yeah, crawling in would be for the birds. Yeah, you can't turn around. But how bad? Like maybe the most badass move of all time is you get into your like escape bunker, but then you turn around and go right back and kill everybody that's left. Oh, yeah. You leave it open so you'd be like, <laughs> "This is the way he went," and then you you give him the okie doke as they did in day the original Day of the Dead, where they called it the okie doke. So good, isn't it? Yeah, the double double back, yeah. You know, the, the crazy Ivan. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, is what they did. <laughs> and how about this, Ryan? We probably should have known, as uh, as Breaking Bad fans that we are, mm-hmm. that Lalo was not going to die, because if you remember the first time, I believe it was the first—I forget which season it is, maybe season two of Breaking Bad—when mm-hmm. Walter White and Jesse Pinkman get Saul and they like kidnap him because they're like trying to get advice out of him or whatever. Which so is still him. to this day the best Saul Goodman scene. Oh, when they put the bag both. over his head. When he's like, he's like, put a dollar, put a dollar in my pocket. Yeah, like that. That is my favorite Saul Goodman scene. So, and the they, second I knew that he was one of my favorite characters was that, was that scene. And so, in that very scene, he as he's on his knees facing the other way, he can't see Pinkman, he can't see Walter White. Mm-hmm. He asks them, uh, "Did Lalo send you? How badass? No shit. Yes, he did." Did Lalo send you? So at the very least, he thinks Lalo's alive, whether whether he yeah. ends up dying or not. But like you, you know that he's going to be the bad guy, or at least for much of season. Now that six. you say that, I know that scene by rote, man. I know everywhere, and like you're absolutely yeah, right. Go back on. Did Lalo yeah, send dude. you? Did, I remember he because he's like not looking at him, and he's like doing this thing with his hands over his head. Like did Lalo, and like he's got like then, one eye open. Yeah. yeah, and then like Jesse and Walt like look at each other when they're like, Lalo. like what? Yeah, <laughs> who the hell is How Lalo? How fucking yeah. badass is that though? And Davey's out. Davey's back. Oh, no, you're back? That's, yeah, that's still... Now that's even more my favorite scene with Saul. Yeah. Fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I love Lalo. Um, I would say, though, that the Kim stuff is sort of the big... Because, like, all the stuff with Gus and Mike and um, Jimmy, and then now even bringing in Hank and Gomi. I know next season, I'm sure, we'll get Walter White and Pinkman for at least, like, mm-hmm. an episode. Um 
we've already gotten um, Lydia. Like she was in a handful of episodes already in this series. But what the what do you think happens with Kim? That's still got to be that's the number one question now for this show. It's she's got to go somewhere for good. <laughs> you know whether it's you know like, with she the, get killed. That's the thing. Like she's killed or she disappear or both. I it's got to be something, but it. And I'm glad that the this show and these characters are obviously in the hands of the of Vince Gilligan and these writers because mm-hmm. they'll I they'll figure it out, but it's got to be something that's like permanent. And so she's gone for multiple years where he's but he's still practicing law in New Mexico. So it's not something bad enough where Jimmy or Saul leaves. Saul's right. still tied in. It's weird. I don't know what they're going to do. And hopefully so it's, I have, hopefully it's well, like you said, I have faith that if people like the Russo brothers and Kevin Feige can pull together 23 movies that Vince Gilligan and his staff of writers like has this figured out. Like yeah. they've, had it, they've had it figured out. Forever. That's true. They can do it. It's already done. It's just like it's now it's just putting pen to paper and being like, all right, how do we like put the pieces together? You know? Yeah, because it's funny because like they've kind of teased at certain points like, all right, she's going to leave Jimmy now or like whatever. And you're like, Nope, they went the other way, which was a, such a fucking mm-hmm. smart move. Like they got them, they married Not up. Not us again. Like, like Jesus. Um. Yeah. So uh, season six, well, who knows with the filming and stuff and the scheduling? It's supposed to come out next year, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't I know. How, I don't know how they filmed it. Anything else on uh, season five here? Watch it, man. Absolutely, watch it. Mm-hmm. All right, Ronnie, ready for the old uh, pick of the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the all right. Uh, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal? I will uh, kick. All right. I will receive. I'm going to go with a, an oldie but a goodie. I am back in on the MTV Challenge. I love this show. And as you know, Ryan, I the sole reason I auditioned for the real world back in the day was so I could appear on the challenges. Yep. It never happened. You got uh, a callback, though, once, didn't you? I did. Yeah. MTV actually called me. Didn't yeah. go anywhere. But yep. they, I actually got a phone call from MTV, which I thought was something, but I'm sure they called fucking thousands of people. Yeah. I mean, but, you made it to like the second round, we'll say. You so know? That's right. So yeah. I'll take that. The uh, I haven't watched for like the last few seasons. So like now there's like a bunch of people that I don't recognize, but it's still it's such a great show. You get and like how old it. are those people who are still fucking hanging on? So they're know? like CT and Johnny Bananas are still on it. Like this is their <laughs> this is their paycheck. Like this is yeah, their only much. job, right? And they well no, they're all like personal trainers, and then they wait to get called for this. Well, then like or like CT. I know CT does like around here, like he does like uh bar appearances. Yeah. Like and he gets paid like a grand to like come hang out at a bar for like two hours and go home. Not bad. You know, like I mean that's not a bad life, but like shit, like you gotta fuck like I want to say get a real job, but like I'm jealous just just jealousy. Yeah, I know. I wish I was doing this stuff so bad. Yeah. Although I don't know how good I'd be at it because like I don't love I don't love heights. I wouldn't say I'm a, um, I have like a phobia, but most of the fucking games they play are like super high up in the air. And I'd be like, fuck. Heights don't bother me. Um, drowning does. So, dra- no, well, they don't a drown. Lot of water. Yeah. No, but it's a lot of water. You they know, do, it's a lot there's of a lot like, of swimming. Uh huh. I can do that. They're every like, every like fifth or sixth season, they have you like lay in snakes. Like, I'm out. I can do that. I'm fucking do that. Fuck, you would lay in a pile of snakes. I would be the best Fear Factor contestant ever. When Are you, you shitting me? You would lay in a pile of snakes? Right now. <laughs> I don't have a pile of snakes, thank God. You don't have a, get one, I'll do it. 
Like so, if we have someone who's in the chat right now who's got a pile of snakes, I will absolutely do it. You'll just lay hundred dollars. I will lay in a pile of snakes. Could I bury you in my backyard? Like bury me how? In the ground. Like full on? Yeah. No. Like kill Bill, bury me, bury me yeah. in the ground? Hell fucking no. No, but I got somebody on their way to dig you out. That's the game. Do I, I have know, how do I, I breathe? Don't, I don't know when they're coming. Oh, we'll get you like a little we'll get you like a we'll get you like a little scuba thing. Do you know do you want to know where the term saved by the bell comes from, Richard? Uh yeah, I do. The old uh they put a little uh they tie a little bell to your finger mm-hmm. when you're in there. And if that's in case they, they buried you alive by accident. Yeah, that's where yeah. that's where the term uh dead ringer mm-hmm. comes in. It's not a uh it's not a boxing nor a classroom no. phrase. Mm-hmm. No, but that's actually a game, and not that they would just bury you in like Kill Bill style. But that's one of the games they would do is they would have, uh, they would bury people alive, and maybe they give them like uh, like a little like oxygen air, tank, oxygen yeah. tank, and then like their teammates have to like go fucking figure out where they are and like dig them out. I would trust you to do that. I don't know if there's a lot of people in my life that I would trust to come find me. I would trust you because yeah, I know you would actually sure. like put your. Heart I in would. Yours. I would hurry up because I would. Yeah. I'd be like. I would. I would be experiencing what you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. See. Because some of the usually like on the final mission, the final mission on the challenge is usually something like crazy. It's like a super long run, but then it's also like puzzles that are hard. Yeah, and then it's like you got to eat and drink fucked up shit, which that, that doesn't I th- bother me. That I could do. That doesn't bother me. And you're like allowed to throw it up, so I'd be like, all right, I eat it. You fucking boot and like whatever. Yeah, but some of the other stuff, man, it's too much. I've eaten but, live bugs and, and whatever. It doesn't matter. Doesn't bother me. Johnny Hundo, baby. What the- <laughs> I do it for five dollars. I do it for five dollars. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, all right, Ryan. What's your uh, pick of the pod? Now, Richard, we don't like to throw around the term "must see TV" oh, around here. Boy, no. I think only a couple of things. Only really a handful qualify. of things. Better Call Saul is one of them. That's but, must see TV. But holy shit, uh, we're going to stick with the reality TV theme, and okay. we're we're coming to. You can get this on TLC. Um, it's coming up to the last episode, I believe, but 90 day fiance before the 90 days is fucking lights out TV. It is so ridiculously good that I'm hooked. All right. You've seen the memes, the guy who's like, he's the little, he looks like Humpty Dumpty. He's got like no neck and he's trying to wheel like the little Filipino girl. Like it's, it's amazing. Amazing. Like these people, there's two people on there who are. Uh, well into their like 50s and 60s who are like clearly getting catfished but refuse to believe it oh god one is a a, a woman who's uh trying to meet uh her fiance williams dead oh. giveaway right there like whose name is williams <laughs> like right? the plural of william yeah 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 multiple and, william and this poor like 60 year old guy who's like trying to find like this eastern european chick named lana who like clearly doesn't exist <laughs> Lana. Like clearly does not. Yeah. <laughs> of, course, of course, her name's Lana, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, and then you have Ed and Rosemary, who are just the the egg and Rosemary. Ed <laughs> the egg, yep. Um, and just like, it's amazing. Like this this complete lagoon creature from like Youngstown, Pennsylvania, and like her thirty year old like Nigerian like pop sensation that he's just trying to get to America. He's just trying to get over here, man. Disgusting. Like so- you know those people who are like. Who are like gross but are like nice. Yeah, sure. She's not that person. She's uh, gross and an asshole. And it's just it's fucking phenomenal. It's you a, have to watch it. So I've never seen this particular installment. My wife's oh, watched God. a handful of like yeah. so I'll stumble in on it and I've seen some 
weird matches, I would say. And that that's those are the best ones. And I'm I've I it's awkward, but good God, is it there, fun to watch. Did you see the one where there was a guy and I felt bad because he was like a single dad and his I guess fiance or whatever, however the shit it works. She was from ah oh man, where was she from? Maybe like somewhere in maybe Brazil or somewhere in South America, I think. And her big complaint was that like he wouldn't have sex with her like three times yes. a day. Yes. <laughs> and the guy like so we're trying to figure it out. I mean, the guy he's like he's from he was that guy who's like he had like the sleepy eyes. He always looked like, like he was asleep. And he was yeah. like, and like we could and my I give characters backstories that they don't provide for themselves. Right. And like you look at that guy and he's always wearing like kind of tight stuff. Yeah, and like wife beaters, like he's yeah. wearing like yeah. But he never took his shirt off. So my Ryan and I, my wife and I were like, he was like super fat and lost a ton of weight, mm, and he's got be. like that like hangy skin yeah. because he never wanted like he's like I just want to take it slow with her. And yeah, she's like, like, why won't this guy like make a move on? And this girl was a smoke, and she was like, why wouldn't he like make a move no, on me? No, 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 no. You're thinking of a different guy. Oh, hang on. Like yeah, no, I, I'm. I know thinking who of you're thinking guy. of. You're thinking yeah. of that guy. He was the guy who had gone to like coast, but he had already been there. No, you're thinking of a guy. Yeah, there's this one woman who w- who was really attractive. Yes, and the other guy who I'm not sure would super be interested in her. Like it seemed like a weird match altogether. Yeah. And yeah, he was just like, "Oh, taking it slow." And then they like kissed once on camera, and it was really weird. But there was another guy. He had kind of longer hair. He was kind of frumpy. And, oh no, I'm thinking of a different guy. Then. And he had like a kid, so you're like you felt bad. And I think he drove like he drove either a cab or something was his job. And so he brings this lady in and all she wanted to do is party and have sex. That's all she wanted to do. She was not very attractive, but like he was like, man, I feel like a couple times a week's not like pretty good. And she's just like, oh, my God, I want it like all the time. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, you poor guy. The show's out of control. (laughs) Oh, it's on. You got to watch it. Everyone has to watch it. And I need to know everyone's thoughts on it. Ryan, next week, we, like we said, are going to do Star Wars, The Clone Wars Season 7. Uh, I believe it's 12 episodes. The final episode does come out on May 4th, so it's going to be a quick turnaround. Quick turnaround. But that's what we're going to do. Yep. Uh, you can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. You can stream these videos on Monday nights uh, or even after the fact if you want. YouTube.com slash Dork Podcast. You can email us anytime dorkpodcast at gmail.com we do and read them we do read the emails mm-hmm. read the emails thanks for the emails i like the emails and you can check out davy on twitch occasionally twitch.tv slash r von d tomorrow night baby tomorrow night baby that'd be tuesday mm-hmm. night for those tuesday, tuesday, tuesday wednesday tuesday wednesday thursday sunday there you go there you that's go a baby. Full, that's a full full slate schedule uh right you know what they say about wombats square buttholes baby